G'day, g'day, Jess here. Welcome to episode 276 of the Career and Thrive podcast. It is December and I've got a double episode for you today. Uh, I've released, well, I'm releasing, I should say, two videos this month over on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Jess Van Den. I'm going to be releasing two videos about uh, Etsy, your Etsy shop. So if you have an Etsy shop, this episode is for you or if you've been thinking about uh, opening an Etsy shop. I've got two things to cover today. So we're going to be talking about how to take a making break from your Etsy shop. And you can kind of extrapolate this a bit to your business if you are on other platforms as well, but I'm specifically talking about Etsy. This is what I do between Christmas and New Year every year. Rather than closing my shops, I take what I call a making break. And I'm going to explain exactly how you can do the same if you would like to try it out this year. And then second, I'm going to be talking about five ways that you can quickly basically zhuzh up your Etsy store for the new year. So how to make some quick and dirty changes that will hopefully improve your traffic and improve your conversion rate, but that don't take a whole bunch of time to do or that you can do in stages. So that is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Before we keep going on, I just want to give a shout out and thanks to all the members of my membership community, The Thrivers Circle. Without you, this podcast would not be possible. So thank you so much for being a member and therefore supporting this show. If you'd like to join us, we have a live workshop later this month about all about how to reduce stress and relax, how to get you out of the red zone, which a lot of you might be in at this time of year, and into the green zone of relaxation. I'm going to be talking all about that and giving you a whole bunch of strategies that you can try to do that in your own life. And that's happening right at the end of December. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more. Just look in the workshops area or in the latest news updates area. What's it called? I think it's latest news uh, or latest updates area. And uh, you can find out a little bit more about that. Or if you're on Instagram, head on over there, click on my link on Instagram and all the links to all these things are going to be right there. And that's at create and thrive over on the IGs. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know, leave a rating or review or leave, send me a DM over on Instagram or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here and listening this year and all the previous years that I've been running the show. Uh, I love bringing this podcast and I hope it helps you. We've got one more show later this month, which is going to be an interview episode. So keep an eye out for that. It's going to be a good one. All right, let's get into today's episode. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name is Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full time in 2010. And since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. So Christmas and the new year are approaching and I don't know about you, but I could sure use a break from my Etsy shop and my handmade business for at least a week between Christmas and new year. 
However, you might not want to close your Etsy shop or put it on vacation mode because there is small risk that you'll lose some of your momentum, some of your uh, search positioning, things like that. And you just might not want to miss out on the sales either, even though you're not going to be wanting to work on them during that period. So today I'm going to talk about what I do and have been doing for many, many years now, which is taking a making break rather than closing my business. And I'm going to explain exactly how you can do the same so that you have all the sales you could want in that period, happy customers, and you can relax and get back to work after the new year. Okay, so how can you take a proper break between Christmas and New Year without losing any of your Etsy SEO juice that you've built up while also not having to worry about checking messages and, you know, making sure that your customers aren't unhappy in this period of time? The first thing you need to think about, and and I think a lot of people stress about this is, okay, my shop's going to be open. People might still be sending me messages. And look, it's up to you whether you want to reply to those or not. What we're talking about here is having a break from making and shipping stuff. So you're having a break definitely from any production and any shipping during this period. And ideally you're having a break completely from any communication or social media or marketing as well. But that is up to you. That might not be, you know, you might not be comfortable going quite that far, but generally speaking, that's what I do is have a full break. Uh, Sometimes I might check things just once in the middle, just to, to kind of check in, but I'm going to talk today about how to do this and have a complete break without having to worry about that. So if that sounds good, let's get into it. So the most important thing about doing this is communication, 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 making sure that your customers and your potential customers know exactly what you are doing and the dates that you are doing it. So the first thing you need to decide is exactly what sort of break you're going to be taking and what your close and open dates are going to be. Generally, what I will do is I will uh, take my break starting the 24th, so the day before Christmas, and I'll generally finish uh, that break on the 2nd of January, because I don't know about you, but I don't feel like doing anything on the 1st of January after New Year's. So, (laughs) or alternatively, like the first Monday after New Year's, if it's on the weekend, for example. So that gives you, you know, at least a week of time that you're going to be taking a break. And again, you need to decide, am I just going to take a making and shipping break or am I going to take a complete break from emails, messages, etc.? That's two different levels. So let's talk through that. No matter what, the first step is you need to put the announcement everywhere. So if you have an Etsy shop, which is basically what we're talking about today, but this applies on your own website as well, you want to put a notice or a notification where people will see it. So update your banner, update your announcement, and use the bulk editing feature to update all of your descriptions. So what you can do is in Etsy, you can go into the editor, select all of your products, and then bulk edit your descriptions to add at the beginning this information about your making break so that your customers, when they go and see any of your items, will see this and know what's going on. It's very simple. You want to write something like, I will be taking a making break between this date and this date. This means I will not be making, shipping and making or shipping any orders. And then you can also say, or answering any messages during this time. Then the important thing to add to that is all orders placed before this date have been shipped. 
you know, just to make sure anyone who's, you know, contacting you who like, oh, has my order been shipped? You're just clarifying that, yes, all orders, you know, placed before this date have been completed and shipped. And so that's another thing you have to decide is, okay, am I going to finish a little bit earlier? Am I going to like start this on the 20th of December so I have time to catch up and stop? Or am I just going to, you know, keep taking orders and just keep working right up until the time and then, you know, on the 24th, go to the post office and drop off all the orders? That's something that's going to be up to you. Generally, we'll try to um, close or stop taking orders, you know, like I said, on the 24th or 23rd. Uh, generally, things are pretty slow those few days just before Christmas anyway, because most people have, you know, done their Christmas shopping or it's pretty obvious if they're coming to our shop, they can't order for Christmas because we have it blasted everywhere that <laughs> Christmas orders are done and over by that point in time. So another thing you might want to put in here and what you're definitely going to want to put in your autoresponder is that you're not accepting urgent or rush orders during this time. And if somebody has placed one of those orders, you won't be able to fulfill it and that you will cancel and refund on your return. So that's in case you get those people who just put in those orders and expect you to do it the next day, even though it's the holiday period, uh, you're explaining to them, this is what's going to happen. So that's if you're going to the level of having a full break, you want to set up an autoresponder on your Etsy shop and also possibly on your social media if a lot of customers find you via like Facebook for example you can actually set up an autoresponder to anyone who messages you on those platforms as well and you just you're going to write the same thing for all the platforms explaining what's happening so remember you want to explain the date you're closing the date you're reopening exactly what you're not doing and what you are doing there during that time so hey we're taking a making break our shop remains open for orders but we won't start processing any orders until January 2nd. That's also when we'll get back to any uh, messages that we've received during that time. And then finish off that or with something like, uh, thank you for understanding while we take this break at the end of the year and spend time with our family. We hope you're having a wonderful holiday period as well. So it's that, you know, finishing off on a high note, explaining and making it clear to people that you're a real person, you're a solo business owner, you need some time to, to relax and decompress, but that, hey, your shop's staying open because you're only taking a week off and you're going to get right back to it after the new year. One important thing you need to do here is turn off your notifications so you don't get derailed by all the bing, bing, bing and happening, right? Now, I'm a big fan of not having notifications on ever anyway but if you are the sort of person who has that etsy notification so you get the cha-ching when you make a sale you want to turn all that off because if you don't turn it off then pavlov's dog response is going to happen when somebody messages you or you make a sale and you're just going to be like i'll just check that you know you, you can't help it so you need to turn off all your notifications so you're not tempted to be sucked into the vortex of work during that time so turn off all your social notifications turn off your email notifications turn off your etsy notifications and just go if i really freak out and feel like i need to check stuff i can but i don't need the platforms telling me that i'm getting stuff you know sales and messages and so on because that will stress me out now, the last stage here is to plan a day to catch up when you come back to work. Okay, so depending on how much time you've taken off, you might want to know, okay, well, that first day back, I'm going to need time to catch up replying to any messages and emails because I've taken that week off. I'm going to need a bit of time to, you know, write down all my orders and then start processing those new orders. You may also like to, at this point, if you have a really, normally have a really short turnaround time, 
uh, you might want to change your shipping times on your products to reflect the break that you're taking. So I already have a one to two week turnaround shipping time on my product. And when we come back from our making break, we try to get stuff done really quickly so that we're still kind of inside that um, two week window because we're only taking, you know, 10 days off or or something like that. But if you normally have you know, a one to two day turnaround, just go change all your shipping, all your shipping uh, times on all your products so that it's one to two weeks at least. So that way, when somebody goes to, to order while you're having your break, they'll see that that is an extended shipping time and they won't suddenly think, oh, I'm still going to get this thing within one to two days. So that's a really important part of the process too, to make sure you're not uh, confusing people. Because as we all know, people often don't read. Uh, that's why you need to put these notifications everywhere you possibly can. Your banner, your description, have an autoresponder. Now, one little caveat here, the autoresponder on Etsy only will work for five days. Okay, so if you're taking more than five days off, you are going to have to hop in and turn it off and on again (laughs) so that it will keep going for the rest of your break. So just make a note in your calendar or however you do it. I just usually put it in my Google calendar and make it ping me. So that's one ping I do leave on um, to remind me to go back in there and to just switch that off and on again so that it restarts the five days. And people are definitely getting this message every time they message me. And that's it. This way, by taking a making break instead of actually shutting your shop, you can keep the orders coming in, keep your search positions, your search rankings, uh, don't lose any of that momentum with your shop, but you still get to have a break and you can relax a bit. Uh, Now, I've done this at other times of the year as well. I've taken a making break for a week here and there. It's a little bit more difficult during other times of the year because people aren't expecting you to be on holidays. But honestly, between Christmas and New Year, anyone who's rude about you having a holiday is not honestly is not somebody you want as a customer as far as I'm concerned because people need to understand that we're real people we have families we have the need for downtime we want to relax and enjoy the holiday season as much as anyone else and usually we've been working our ass off up to Christmas fulfilling Christmas orders so we definitely need that little bit of downtime so don't let that worry you if you know if you end up getting an irate customer or something so what like that stuff happens sometimes no matter what you do so don't think about that just think about yourself and your family put yourself first during this period of time the people who really want what you have to offer will understand and they will be willing to wait uh, for you to have a nice break and then get back to work Let me know in the comments if you're going to try having a making break this year instead of maybe shutting your shop or just working on through because you're too worried about shutting your shop because you think it's going to destroy your business. Spoiler alert, it's not, but it does have a small impact. So this is a way to get around that. Okay. And this is from somebody who has shut her shop for literally months at a time and then gotten back into it. So, you know, if you want to shut as well, then just shut that's okay. You'll get back on it. But this is a video for those who don't want to do that, who just want to take a break, but want to keep perhaps uh, a little bit of money coming through the door at the same time. Hey, do you want to start or overhaul your Etsy shop? If so, I have a freebie for you. It is my free Etsy quick start guide, and it's just a two page checklist that will help you to make sure that you don't miss any important steps when you're starting or overhauling your Etsy shop. 
don't make these common Etsy mistakes. Make sure your Etsy shop is the best that it can be. It's also packed full of links and additional resources on all aspects of Etsy shop setup. You can get it now by heading over to createandthrive.com forward slash Etsy guide. That's createandthrive.com forward slash Etsy guide. As I record this, it is the end of 2021. So today I want to give you five things that you can look at in your Etsy shop to refresh and get ready for 2022. Okay, the first thing you can do is use the bulk edit feature to update your titles and tags. If you have had your shop for a long time, maybe some of your titles and tags could use with a bit of an update, especially on products that aren't selling well. Rule of thumb here, if it's working, leave it alone. <laughs> if it's not working, improve it. So look at the items in your shop that have not been selling, that aren't getting traction, that aren't getting views, and then select them all and then bulk edit. And the reason this is great is because you can kind of do it quickly. So edit those titles and tags, add anything that you can in there that is going to perhaps improve your SEO and bring new people in to your shop. Now, if you're not sure exactly what that might be, I have a whole video, a really long video on Etsy SEO here on my channel. Uh, you can find that. I'll put a card to that up here. So when you finish watching this video, just open that another tab. You can head on over and check that out. And I go in depth into Etsy SEO. But basically, you might have some old tags that aren't working very well. You might just want to add some new ones in there that might potentially bring in some traffic. Now, a trick here, go into your stats in your Etsy shop and look at the tags and the titles, the keywords, whatever, the keywords that are bringing people to your shop already. See if you can put those in these other listings. See if they're there or if they're not there. That's one little quick trick for you. Number two, the second thing you can do, add vital information to your photos because people so often do not read descriptions, especially if you're on the Etsy app and like you have to expand it to be able to read the description. So annoying. So you actually create text images and put them in your images. You've got 10 spaces. It's a lot of space. So if there's something people really need to know about your product, create a text image and put it in there because they will most likely scroll through all the pictures before they buy. Okay. So this is a really powerful tool. I see some people using it, but not as many people that could be using it. Also make sure to look, make it look nice. Like make sure it's branded, make sure you're using your brand colors and fonts in that image. Try to keep it pretty clean. So don't, don't make a really, um, like messy background behind it. So if you're say putting it over the top of a product image, make sure it's still very legible and easy to read. Again, remember most people are shopping on their phones, so it needs to be easy to read at a small size. So don't use like font that's too um, curly and <laughs> too fancy and don't have um, difficult backgrounds. Make sure that it's clear, straightforward, easy to read so that people are getting that vital information before they click buy. And so that you don't end up with unhappy customers because they didn't read really important stuff in the description. And this sort of thing is really easy to make in Canva. If you don't already use Canva, oh my God, 
link below, <laughs> check it out. It's awesome. It's online free graphic design software that makes it so, so easy to make any of these sorts of images. I have been using it myself for many, many years. It's pretty much exclusively what I use to create anything graphic design wise. So check that out. Number three, review your stats from last year. And I kind of touched on this before, but go a little bit deeper here. Maybe look at particular bestsellers. So, cause you can break this down. It's amazing. You can break this down. You can look at your whole shop. What are the, um, the tags that are bringing you in, um, bringing people in and also the traffic sources. I didn't mention this earlier. Look at where people are coming from. Is this something you can work on? So say you're getting 50% of your traffic from Etsy search and all your other traffic from multiple other sources, have a look at what's working already and have a look at what's not working. Like if you're spending hours a week on Instagram, but it's only bringing you 2% of your traffic, maybe that's not the best use of your time. Maybe you would be better off spending time on Pinterest or running a YouTube channel or uh, spending more time on your Etsy SEO or paying for ads. Think about it, like look at what's working, what's not working and make a plan for how you can potentially change up your marketing in the new year. Number four is a quick and dirty photo update. So this is where you are going to improve your photos without taking any new ones. Awesome. So what you want to do is you want to scan through your shop, looking at the first image, anything that is not super cropped in, like remember phone, <laughs> people are looking at a little picture. And when you're editing, if you're editing on a desktop and it's massive, you might be like, oh yeah, no, that's fine. But then when you look at it on a tiny, tiny phone, you're like, oh no, that, that product's too far away. It's not clear. Uh, this is a big mistake. I see a lot of beginners make is they have too much floof going on in their, in their styling. So they have like the rock and a flower and stuff and, and that's all pretty and that's fine. But if that means your product is like tiny and lost in the middle, you're not helping yourself. So I want you to crop all that extraneous stuff out and I want you to fill the frame of that initial photo with your product front and center. Now you can easily do that by going into your Etsy listing. And on the first image, there's an ability there to crop the photo. So you don't have to like do it off Etsy. You can literally just go into Etsy and it allows you to crop that first image so that when people see it in search, they see the cropped version. But then when they go and actually click on the listing, they'll see the larger version. So that's a really useful little tool. Another one is you might want to switch around your pictures. Maybe there's some products that aren't selling well. And you're like, well, what if I change the first image? So the image people see in search, maybe I need to try a different one. And again, crop that in and see if that has an impact. So that's another quick thing you can do. Uh, another thing you want to do is look at color balance. This is a really important thing that a lot of people make a mistake with is when you're scrolling through your shop, especially if you use like white backgrounds or gray backgrounds, or like if it's all the same background, it's really important. The color balance is the same. Otherwise you'll, it doesn't look great. It looks like messy because you'll have some that are kind of yellow tinted and some that are like bluey gray tinted and it just doesn't look professional. So I want you to go through and look at that. And that is something that's really easy to fix in even just like Google photos. You just adjust the warmth slider. Okay. Uh, and that will make your photos either warmer. So a bit more yellowy or cooler, a bit more blue. And what you want to do is have like an example one on half of your screen. And then the one you're editing on the other half of your screen and edit each one so that it looks the same as the example. 
All right. And try to make them as true to real life color as possible. So find one and edit it so it looks as true to life as possible. And then use that as your guide to edit all your other photos. Now, just edit the first one. <laughs> Ideally, you'd edit all of them. But that if you have a lot of products that might take a lot of time, at least that first image so that when someone lands on your shop, all of those first images look the same and it'll look super duper professional. And the fifth thing, the last thing that you can do is check over your announcement, your about section, your policies. This is stuff that we kind of set up and then sort of forget about, right? But some of it might be out of date. You might have something in your announcement from six months ago, or maybe you put something in there about Christmas and you haven't taken it out yet. Or maybe your about page, your photo is looking a bit old and you want to update it. Or you're like, well, I have a video now that I could put on there. So I have a video on my about section. Uh, or maybe I've moved and I'm talking about my old studio where I'm actually in a new one. Whatever it might be, these things might just need a little tweaking and a little updating to freshen your shop up and make it more up to date and relevant. Same with your policies. Make sure they're still on, you know, on point. Make sure they're still exactly what you want to do. And your FAQ section, if you have anything in there as well, just have a quick look at that. And that should be just something that you can quickly update and edit. And um, that makes sure that your shop is up to date, feeling good, all organized, ready to go into 2022. So that's just five quick little things that you can do to improve your Etsy shop to hopefully bring you more sales starting 2022, the new year, or whenever you're watching this. These are five things that you can always do to improve your Etsy shop and get those sales rolling through the door, hopefully a little bit quicker. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show today. I really appreciate you trusting me to help you on your handmade business journey. And I will be back again soon with another episode as always. Remember, if you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your community. You can take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, on Facebook. I really appreciate the listeners, you know, kind of getting the word out and trying to help more people grow their handmade businesses and be successful. Thanks again. And if you want to join me for that workshop, head on over to thrivercircle.com. It's happening live at the end of December. Thanks again for listening for another week and bye for now.